0: (laughs) what you gonna ask oh here go the piece right here under this poster card this thing getting hot already uh, talking to Pastor Rob. Ready. Whenever you're ready. All
1: right. All
0: right. And all. You good? Good. Go ahead. Good evening, family. Welcome to Harvest table Discussion. My name is Pastor Robert Ingram. I want to welcome you here tonight as we discuss about how can we be kind when under attack. You know, because
1: right now the enemy is busy, and there's a there's a lot of attacks happening. in our I'm lot. just gonna hit the um the ends. Oh, that's right, in there, and um, I'll I'll do, that um, do it over there. Um, Pastor Rob told me to do it
2: over there. Yep, and then you'll just we click outside of.
1: When we get an you'll just click. Um, the harvest sign. The
2: no, that's still on the red.
0: Even the guys tell us not to. Right to down there, line. go back. I'm, I'm bringing it oh, up here so oh, you can okay. Okay. see it. So you'll click you know, up here. Click right there? You'll and click you right here. Okay. It okay. says flex, flex optic. Flibber, so fiber, fiber Fiber. Okay. Fiber optic. You gotta brush
1: Too small for a few of I to Fiber
0: optic. Fiber optic. Okay.
2: It's, it's right above the red line. Okay.
0: okay. Those attacks. Gotcha. and I gotta be kind when I'm under attack. Definitely when I feel why you leave because
1: sometimes we now may do not come up here no more. The, s- the, screening. Really you know show the screen, you don't show up on screen
0: anymore? Attacks up here. And sometimes we have okay. to do some self evaluating ourselves to find
1: uh, How do we check and make to make sure find out the sounds, sound's come
0: through? Um, I to do it now. Is what that person saying true? So we have to, we have to be honest with ourselves in, in those types of situations to make sure that, that we're not doing doing what they're attacking us for you know we have to be sure that that there's no log in
1: our eyes when we're pointing the finger back at the other person saying that they're, they're attacking
0: us and we're not the ones who get some offending you know and, but the word reminds us, over and over again, and I got quite a few scriptures here where God is telling us how we have to display acts of kindness, and those are parts of the fruits of the spirit, you know, and we're, we're in a time right now where there's so much attacks happening, you know, wars, people killing each other within their own household, I mean, just so much stuff happening, and one of the things that says here, if you need encouragement to keep fighting the kind fight, going to the Bible to read scriptures is a great way to get instructions and inspiration. And it says here are several Bible verses about being kind to get you started. So here is one. Matthew 5 40 to 45 And it says, if anyone would sue you and take you your tonic, and you gotta think about it, some of these scriptures are talking about doing those times. So it says, sue you and take your tonic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles, give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. You have heard that it is said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. And hearing this here, and you think about how we live and how the world tells us how we should do things. This is totally contrary to what the world says. You know, if someone was to take something from you or sue you for something, you ain't going to want to give them what you got. You know, you feel you being taken advantage of. You, but the question is, why are you being sued? You know, did you do something wrong? So, so those are the things where we have to do some self-evaluating ourselves. And, and if that person wants his toe back, allow them to have it it's theirs, you know, that's what the world is telling us, you know but that's not what the world tells us to do, and we find it hard to be kind and have acts of kindness when we're being attacked and and that's why we have to rely on God's word and not the world, that's like if someone hits you turn the other cheek, give the other cheek to hit you, hit you again, you know and we look at that and like that's making me feel less than. But it's not because the word tells, tells you that vengeance is his. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So we don't have to worry about attacking anyone, you know, because God is going to take care of that. He's going to make sure everything is good, you know. And that's, what, that's the important part right here. So we have to be mindful of those situations. And, and it can be hard when we read those things. And it says here, if anyone forces you to go one mile, it says go within two miles. So to t- take the extra journey, you know. And again, those are hard pills to swallow because that you feel someone is taking advantage of you, using you, and you don't want to be used. And what I say to people all the time is like, who are you doing it for? Who are you doing what you do for? Is it for man or is it for yourself? Or is it to please the other person? You know, because if we're doing it for God, God is going to get the glory. And if someone is doing what you wrong, God is going to take care of it. I have a guest that's coming in right now, and he's going to share and impart some of his insight on how he deals with that kindness when we're being attacked, you know, because it can be, be rough. So, Brother Paul, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know your journey has been uh, to multiple strengths. You know, what you made. It, you know, and, and and those are the things that sometimes it, it can be hard to press. <laughs> it can be hard to I press. didn't write on my bed today though. I was down I, I had a rough one, you know, that would take the energy was I was he was trying to leave me up, but we pushed through. And, and pushed through. you know, that that's an important part of us being able to push through in spite of like you know, because sometimes if we don't push, we might miss what God has for us. You know, and and the enemy wants to stop us. He wants to keep us bound and always on the attack against us. I was sharing with someone the other day that because we made that decision to trust God and follow Him, we already made it. we already had an enemy. But sometimes think he thinks he has somebody to be a co-worker with. But once you make Decision that you're going to follow God, He knows that you're His enemy and He's going to do everything to continue to attack you to make you switch sides, you know, or to make you big, you know, where you start trusting and and you start pressing to where God is calling you to. Now, once you choose a team, the defense begins to play that attack. There you go. There you go. You know, and, and that's a great analogy. And Paul uses, he used military analogy all the time we talk about with God. And those are the things that we got to think about. We got to we gotta start using God words and the analogies that we can understand and comprehend because it'll give us a better understanding of what God is trying to do in our lives. Because I like football. I like sports in general. You know, and I know that that the people on the other team is, that's the other team. However, I don't have nothing personal against them, but they're just on the other team. So my attack is not against them. It's against the adversary that we're fighting. You know, because that same person, could, he can could get traded to my team. And, and and we found that sometimes where guys made it personal. And that same person got traded to the team that he made it personal against. Now you have a mess to men. And yeah. now he got a mess to men because he created, he made it so personal when it wasn't personal. It was just a team. They were on the other side. That's why you go to that. When the Bible talks about love um, and loving your enemy, mm-hmm. I get the analogy a lot of times through life experience, where mm-hmm. I'm not what um, may not have been well-read. I get the life experience where loving your enemy a lot of times will help you understand them more fully. But if you're stiff and rigid, and it's, it's 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 and you don't love the enemy, you can't even fully understand them, like a ruler. Right, uh, a wooden ruler, twelve-inch wooden ruler. You can't measure a circle as effectively with a twelve-inch wooden ruler as you can with a tape measure. Mm-hmm. A tape measure is like a, a tape measure is flexible. Yes, sir. You know, and I think when you love even your enemy, it gives you that flexibility uh, to understand what you're dealing with. Because a lot of times, who you see as your enemy, or who may be, who may appear to be someone attacking you. It may not be about you. It may be. It may be about a whole bunch of stuff within them, but you can't identify if you're not working and functioning with love and with truth. But we'll get to that. Let me. You know, it's funny. It's a good segue because that's the next scripture I want to talk about. Interesting. And it comes from Luke, Luke six, verse twenty-seven, and it says, "But I say to you who hear." love your enemies do good to those who hate you bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you and when you know you're not perfect man that to me by truth within itself is so revealing it gives you patience love respect grace because you understand what you need if you're a person that is not so at hand. If you're truly working on things, you can, your interpretation of other people should really soften because you understand what real journey looks like. You understand what a real process looks like. You understand what a challenge that you're truly trying to attack or get through. You understand and have appreciation for that process. So you don't even look at your brother or sister when they're going through. And that may look like a lot of things. When, that, when your brother and sister are going through, it may look like an argument or an attack toward you. But they just may need a soft place to land in that moment. And we got to be, and we have to be at least willing to be that soft place. You know, we, I shared this past weekend um, at service talking about stones, and we don't know the stones that people have to go through. Amen. That's and right. Yeah, come on, come on, because. Guys. Those those stone are what produce the character of that person, you know, and, and and that's why we gotta be careful with judging people. Before Jesus went up, what did he have to move? He had to move the stone. So even for his elevation, that's right. He had to move what the stone. The stone had to be removed in order for him to move to that next level, and 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 those are the things that. I was sharing with the kids today, we were talking about fruit, those seeds that God placed on the inside of us. And then and, and we talked about plants and, and how a plant has to be nurtured in order to become in full bloom. And I asked them, have they had any plants in their home or had themselves that died? And I asked them, why did it die? Great question. And they say, because I didn't give it enough water, I didn't nurture it enough, or I cut off a leaf, I cut off too many leaves too soon. You know, and so in order for us to grow, we have to be nurtured and cared for. And that's the same thing for some of our enemies. And see, you and me, we're not enemies. You know, and those out there—they're not our enemies. Amen. You know, it's spirits and principalities, yes, sir. And, right. and and we that we work with, You know, and it, it, and some of them that those spirits come upon them because they don't know what love is. Amen. We're living in a society right now. We were talking about this earlier today. I was talking to someone where I grew up. I had Nana, Big Mama, even though. Father figure might have not been in a house. You had that nurture. The ones who loved you and showed you what love is. They couldn't show you fully what it was to be a man, but they can nurture you and show you what love is. You know, love in spite of what someone might have done wrong. You know, I was saying earlier, I was saying that that forgiveness and and, and showing kindness with being attacked is. It's easy, well it's not easy, but what happens is most of the time it's from the ones who's close to you. Yes. Because if it's someone outside of what you really have a relationship with, you don't have to be bothered with them. So it's easy to walk away and not That's have true. to worry about it.
1: You. But most of the time it's people that you have relationships with that you be
0: attacked by. Spirit yeah. And and so so how can how is, are you to show kindness during those attacks? And I was saying that sometimes we have to do some self-evaluating to understand why am I being attacked? Maybe I said something that was a trigger with no real malintentions that caused that person to feel the way they feel. Okay. And that's why we have to listen. I was asking the young lady today. I wanted her to be a part of the panel. I wanted her to come back again. Yeah. Why is it such a, 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 a gap between the older generation and, and their generation? And, and Pastor's been talking about how seven, seven generations right now living on the earth. However, we're not communicating with one another. And that was one of the key things she said. She said, there's no communication. She said, we don't communicate with one another. You know, and, and going into that, before we go deep into that part the the love part, and and sometimes, or a lot of times, we will get a lot of slack from people that we know because we have history with them, or, or, you know, you become a walking man in your life in some kind of way, or for many different reasons, that you could have conflict with somebody you're familiar with, but you can have conflict similarly with people you aren't familiar with. And it could come from, you may say one thing to a person you just met or began building a rapport with, the one thing that you could do, you could do one thing and it could set them off. And one thing I've witnessed recently is being kind, as is what you were talking about. I was being kind to somebody I just met. And I was trying to lay out something to them very briefly. And we hadn't been through any ups and downs. I hadn't had a chance to disappoint them. They hadn't had a chance to disappoint me. But they still responded to me as if I was someone that planted a seed of disappointment. Maybe they didn't want me to explain to them that I'm gonna give you $40 to take me somewhere to cash a check. If I can't get access to that check right away, because of your time, and I and because I'm gonna have to pay you late, I'm planning ahead and saying I'm gonna give you more the day I can cash the check. Because okay. I'm already considering that person. It's people are here that are so sick for many different reasons, and we should we should give them love and grace, but understand. That there's a lot of people struggling to identify with love and be loved. Definitely. And you know, one of the key things you said that you didn't do you wrong. But because of that person being let down so many times prior to your interaction with them, it just brought back to their remembrance oh my God, not again. And guess what I said? Respect the parameters. No problem. You know, and and, and, and that's important because it can be easy for us to take offense. You know, definitely when we feel we didn't do anything to be attacked for. You know, but however, we have to understand the stones that she might have in her life that she has not overcome yet. And what, what would I have been to not? I would be able the solve this very well, and that's so important because see, now I guarantee you—I'm I mean, not gonna say I guarantee you—but I believe she would look at you if you was an ask or, or look for a favor again. She would look at it different. You know, it wouldn't be the same way. I did my job. You did your, and that's that's the key. I did my job. That's the key. You know, and and I was sharing with people today, um, the young people today, about that if we don't do our part, because we can lead people in the wrong direction or a right direction, you could have been another stone in her life and been the same image that she always experienced in the past if you were to react negatively. But because you reacted with such love and kindness in spite of... She sees it differently. So, you know, right? and that's hope She sees different. That's our job. Our job is to stand to stand before the, the, the waterfall and be that damn. You know, to stop the same old conduct. Just yes. because it's, the water is flowing
1: one way, you don't have to feel the way the river is flowing if it's going in the wrong direction. So you got to have discernment within your heart
0: and your spirit. That's the to know when to stand, to know when to say, you know what, this battle is not my battle. Let me read this next scripture to you. And this scripture comes from Luke 6. Luke 6, um, verse 35. And it says, but love your enemy, and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward Will be great. Hallelujah. Your reward will be great. So, what you said just then in regards to a river flowing or water flowing in the wrong direction, instead of adding to it, you became a dam to stop the flow with looking for nothing in
1: return,
0: no sir, but to not allow. That negative flow of energy to continue to flow your way Mm -hmm. because it could have easily jumped on you and you could have been washed away with that that negative spirit and been a part of it. What are we here for? God didn't allow me to live through COVID. God didn't allow me to live through three guns being put to my head in my life. Fall asleep behind the wheel of a car, several times crashing out, riding on the side of the road on the way to the wall when I was running a footlocker at 16 trying to, trying to kill a spider on the top of my roof in my car. Instead of pulling over, I, I rolled over into a ditch on the way to Christiana wall when I was 16. Right there by where the police be at, and the salt trunks and all that stuff is at. But right there, I rolled into a ditch trying to kill a spider. I could have died that day. Mm. So he didn't bring me this far
1: we continued doing things the way I used to do things. He didn't bring me this far. We got to appreciate
0: time. Life, growth, experiences, and to put my best foot forward. That sister asked me, "What are you trying to do? Be a good, be what you think is a good man?" I just took a breath, and I just said, "My sister, I'm just trying to be the best person I can be in each moment of my life. Hmm. I don't have these, and it's a shame because so many people will deal with you based upon their experiences, their agenda, or what you think, they think you represent." before even getting confirmation, they'll put their stuff on you because they people will fear what they can't understand They will hate what they can't conquer. God said thats in the church, but God said that that's an inferior man. So we have to look like what God has done for us. We have to begin to perform like what God has done for us. And we've got to do go it without fear. You know, and in that sense, what you, you're talking about is that you recognize its purpose with your life. Yes, sir. You know, and and, and then, Unapologetically. And, and there might have been a time where you didn't recognize that Amen. Purpose, you Thank know? you, Rosalind Waller. You, you told me to be unapologetically. Because you saw things in me like I saw things in you. And I thank God for you today, like I have done on many days. Shout out to Rosalind a above to nowhere. You are amazing, you are a star. And I pray the best for you and yours. And I thank you for speaking life into me while you yourself were struggling with life. You thought me worthy to tell me. To be more unapologetic about when when God gives me direction. And I thank you for that. You know, that's so important that that person was in your life. And the same way, there's some people who you've spoken to their lives. And and you've done some things to show them and speak purpose on their lives. And and I believe this is what God has called us you know because he's called us for a purpose and one of the keys is and i was sharing with the young people today is that each one of us are born with a purpose and god wants us to have an impact an impact the things that's going to leave a legacy behind and it's not material things it's going to be things that people are able to say like you're saying here today and there's going to be somebody who's going to say that same thing about you because that's of who you are all because of your being in position and you're doing what God is calling you to do. And that's why I speak to everybody out there. It's not just about you. Your decisions that you make and the things that you do doesn't just affect your life. There's some people that are connected to you. And so we got to be purposeful and understand that that purpose that God placed on my life is not just for us. There's lives connected to us. And it's not just Man. our family. It's not just the ones that's right there in our little circumference. There's people on your job. There's people who you might just run into in the store. That because you're there, you just speak one simple thing, an act of kindness. You just have no idea the impact that you could have on that person's life. And we have a comment here. Then I'm going to read another scripture because there's some scriptures here. And we're going to continue to build on that. We have a comment.
1: And please, those out there who's on Facebook, please share your comments, share your concerns. Please give us some insights, some things
0: you want us to talk about because we want to be a bridge. My brother has a company called Bridge Masters. We want to connect people and find out the issues, how we can bridge the gap in our relationship with another and most importantly, our relationship with God. The mic is not on. Yeah, just turn it on at the bottom, the green button. Just press the button.
1: My heart was touched um, by Brother Paul and what he said. The humbleness and the uh, desire and ability to be transparent and expose himself for what's not so Great in others' eyes, but in God's eyes, it's great that we would find ourselves and our faults and recognize that we can grow past them, and then recognize those that have helped us to grow past them. So God gave me this, it's the scripture, 1st um, 1 Peter 3, 8, and 9. And I'm read this it because it's in the New American translation, King James Version. I love, but this one says it better. Finally all of you have unity of the mind sympathy brotherly love and a tender heart and a humble mind do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling but on the contrary bless for to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing so the more we learn of what you young men have just said and we apply it to our lives the more blessed we become yes. not only in things but in, and what's more important the unity of the mind
0: Thank you for that elder and, and and that's so important because we're living in a society that talks about just if someone does something to me I'm going to do it back to them there's not enough kindness. You know, they have acts of kindness day and stuff like that. But that should be a lifestyle that we're living every day. Every day. We should be having acts of kindness. We should be doing that. Looking how we can be a difference maker in someone's life. And it brings me to the scripture here. Matthew. It touches on what you just said. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. And it says, so whatever you wish, that others would do to you, do also to them. Do also to them. So those things that you desire for your life, even if someone doesn't give it to you, you got to be that. I tell people all the time, don't become what you despise. Amen. Don't become what you despise because that's what the enemy wants you to do. Amen. He, he sends people to attack you so you can become the attacker. He wants that because then he can point the finger at you and say, oh, I thought you was the person of God. I thought you said you love the people. And here you become bitter and angry and want to respond the same way someone responds to you. And that's why I commend you today because you did something and, and I, I, I believe And I would hope that 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 open her heart to not just see you different, but to see how she reacts differently. And not be judgmental based off of what someone else done to them in the past. Because it's easy for us to hold on to these things. You know, there's some people who have done some things to us who we're holding on, carrying baggage that they done let go a long time ago. And they looking at you, what's wrong with you? Because they had forgot about it. A lot of us on social media, man, we, we like and love and share these posts. But there's one that stands out, it's a lot of them, but when it talks about um be the change you want to see. Well a lot of people share that post. But when it comes time to enact that and actually apply it in a moment. Yes. That's where the challenge comes. listen, that's that's where the biggest challenge comes. When you're going through the storm. And that's why Jesus said, I'm your peace in the storm. I'm your peace in the storm. And that's why it's important for us for us to remember the storms in our lives.
1: Those things that
0: he already seen us through, those times when we thought we couldn't make it. We thought, how am I going to do this? How am I going to figure this out? Those are the stones that, that seen you through those. Those are the reminders. I think one reason people have to struggle with their stones is because darkness has done a great job of surrounding us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we no longer believe in miracles. Mm-hmm. So when it's happening in front of what it is, you look past it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to catch it with when, when it's out of your hand, that can be a person, a place, or a thing. So, trust and believe in you the of yourself with the high power so that you all can believe in miracles because you yourself to be born was one. <laughs> the beginning of your life and your existence in itself was a miracle. Yet we doubt Things. Why? Because we can't, we can we can't believe it's happening in front of us with Tom, Sarah, Joe, and Bob. Because of that spirit of familiarity, you can't recognize your brother or your sister in real time when they are experiencing growth. And a lot of times, it's because we're it again so surrounded with darkness, so buried in our own darkness, we don't want to see Mary's growth. Sometimes. Maybe unbearable, and that's okay because God got you too. So, 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 what you're saying is that we tend to find it hard to celebrate other people's victory, you know, according to how worried you are in your heart. So, let me read this scripture, and it comes from Galatians six nine, and it says, "And let us not grow weary in doing good." For in due season, we will reap, and we do not give up. So then we have opportunity. Let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of our household of faith. You know, see, because it's so easy for us to say, man, this person ain't doing everything right. But look at the blessings that's being bestowed upon them. So instead of celebrating and appreciating their victory, we're stuck in judgment. We're, we're stuck in judgment and, because we very And saying, "Why? I'm trying, I'm doing this, why it's not happening for me? Instead of just being thankful yes, sir. and realizing that what happened for them might not be happening for you. But recognizing the blessing that is happening in your Amen. life. Amen. Too often we're so busy looking at other people, we're not looking at ourselves and what God has already done for us. Amen. We have another comment.
1: You said something that stirred me again.
0: Amen. God and,
1: and, it, and we are heard in the body of Christ often, and outside of the cross, Christ, look at darkness as a bad thing. But let me say something God created everything after
0: darkness. Amen. So darkness wasn't there. Okay.
1: But we who are in the world, in the dark places, they can't be dark if we're in it. We just have to recognize the light that is us. If Christ is in you, and any of us, we are the light of the world. So what we see is darkness around us. Can't stay that dark. Because we are, when we enter in, it's no longer dark.
0: You know, when you say that just made me think about the storm. When there's a storm there's darkness. You can't see the light. You don't even think the sun is shining because it's so dark around you. And that's what the disciples had to deal with. And here we're talking about people who walk with God. They were surrounded by that darkness that they came to pray. They were afraid when Jesus had to, they woke Jesus up out of his sleep. And he had to remind them that the peace is here. So you, you have to have that peace within you that know oh, that God. I am with you even in the storm. Amen. If I told you I had a purpose and a plan for your life in spite of the storm, it's going to come to pass. Amen. Too many of us get stuck in the storm. Instead of moving forward, we stay in that dark place. Amen. And instead of having peace, we start having worry, we start having Misery on our lives. So we bring negativity to ourselves. But instead so instead of having that negative mindset, have a positive mindset. I was about to go there. Perspective can't matter because in that same darkness, thank you, my Elder I actually found myself. I found myself in that darkness. So yes, man, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um but again perspective and 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 um is important to be able to recognize that you're in a storm. But if God don't leave us or forsake us, even in the storm, I think he's there. So, we can't, we can't get lost in that darkness. We can't stay stuck in that darkness. But we gotta recognize that we might be in a dark place and we need a new perspective. Or we need some light or guidance. Yes. We have a common. So, one of the
2: things, according to the scripture, Um, darkness has to be dispelled when light shows up. So, although darkness could be around us, but if God be in us and God is with us, the light may not be as bright right now, but the light is on. And even in the storms, uh, so, you know, if a storm rolls over and the sky gets dark, I still know it's daylight because the sun is behind the cloud. So, no matter what happens, so that's kind of that that scenario with God, having him in our life but in the midst of storms. He's still God, he's still good. Uh, we still have to put a trust and a confidence in him. And that's one of the things that sometimes we 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 give up on God or quit saying that, you know what, I'm in this storm and this is going on. And we tend to want to make that, you know, whatever's bad going on, that that's where I am. But it's just a process of going through this, no. this place. Because says, though I go through the, the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not in there. and He nowhere did he tell us to make a tent and, and live there. You go through it. So if you keep moving, you will get out to the other side. So i just you know again encouraging those that may be in a dark place. You know, there, reach out. God is God is there. God is available. And in fact, God is with you. Uh, the light may have a Uh, 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 a shade over it, you know, pull the shade off so the light is being expanded. (laughs) be expandable, you know,
1: that's what really is, we got to pull
2: off, we got to pull off the stuff, we got to pull off the sin that so easily besets us, we got to pull off the mindsets, we got to pull off depression, oppression, disguises, all that, yep, all that stuff that we've been hiding
0: behind, but it covers us up so that the light can't shine, you know, someone made a comment that says, Leave the negative behind and step into the light. (laughs) So, I want to read this scripture. Family, we're going to turn it over in a little while, in the next 15 minutes. We're going to go into our full Bible study, um, still talking about, I believe, the characters of God um, by Dr. Williams. And it's a study that he's been doing for these last couple of weeks, and it's based off of theology. And this is stuff that you will have to pay college to get. So please feel free, be a part of it. Don't don't leave the telecast when we finish. Tune back in at 7 o'clock because he's going to be on, and he's going to be on every week for the next coming weeks talking about this here, biblical studies and, and theology. And this is free. There's no charge. We want you here in the house. But even if you're out there online, you can participate, and all you got to do is tune in. But we prefer to have you in the house so you're gonna learn hand. So be a part of what we do doing here in Harvest. I want to share this scripture. And it's coming from 1 Corinthians uh, 34, uh, 13, uh, 4 through 7. You wanna read that? Yes, sir. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not consist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at all. Joy, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. So then, as we read that scripture, that that is the biblical truth of what God wants us to be. You know, and Not just with the people who we say we love, but all of God's people. Even our enemies. That's that's the toughest part. But that's the most important part because it's easy to love someone who's doing good for you. But what about the ones who don't do right by you? And that's what God wants us to elevate ourselves to be able to love someone who's not perfect who's not doing everything right, who may be irritable to you, may do stuff wrong to you, but still be able to love, love with the full embodiment of who God is because that's where change happens. That's where change will happen. And our brother just spoke about a situation that he had today. And I believe that show of love and kindness that he showed to that person built, some, built a change the seed in her that God willing, she will produce more fruit from it. So Brother Paul, I'm going to step off the stage. I'm going to ask you to to give your your scripture or your last saying. But family, I just want to say to you, we love you. We're doing this here. Every Wednesday at 6 o'clock, we're having table talk. We're having different guests come in and having discussions. And we want you to share with us your comments, your your thoughts, so we can continue to build on this podcast, so we can make a difference. That's our goal. It's not just about us getting up here and talking and sharing. We want to make a difference in people's lives. We want to deal with some things that we're dealing with. We talked about seven generations here right now on the earth that's not communicating with each other. We want to figure out how can we do it because that's how we're going to make change. We got to be the change that we. So, I actually be a part of that. Share your comments, share your thoughts, share the things that you would like us to have topics about. And we have one comment here it says, We are the light in the storm. Imagine yourself as a lighthouse in the midst of the storm. No. Family, you are a lighthouse. God bless you. I love you, Brother Paul. I'm going to have you do uh, your scripture and you can close for us. God bless you,
1: family. Uh, yes, sir. This last one.
0: 6, 9 and 10. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. But you love, to serve one another. I'm sorry, that was Galatians 5 and 13. Galatians 6 and 9 said, And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap. If we do not give up, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. We appreciate the opportunity to share with you what God is doing in our lives. Um, My simple message is, just we don't have enough knowledge and understanding to know why a person may become an enemy or may appear to be an enemy. So our job, under God's guidance, is to struggle with our tools. We don't know what their angst is about. It may be about us, it may not be about us. But that's why our grace and mercy is supposed to in. And again, I say struggle with your tools that God is equipped you with. So you can be that dam of love and you can give them that soft place to land. Thank you again for joining us tonight, Paul Walker of the Ethnic Harvest. We have Pastor Ray Williams and Pastor Robert Ingram. Good night. You're good.